guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. God bless you guys. This is um, episode 15. I hope you guys enjoying your day. And know it's been a what? Si- s- 16. My bad. <laughs> 16. Yeah, I'm, I'm tripping. Um, thanks, bro. Uh, so, God bless, guys. I hope everybody's enjoying their day. We're just here recording. And um, your host, Mr. Josh... Mr. Joshua Viles, you know, he's here and he's he's doing his thing, you know. So I'm gonna start off with prayer and um then we can get jump into it and um then we can just talk about like what why it's been some time since we did our last podcast, if if God willing, you know. All right. So let's bow our heads or close your eyes. And if you're hearing this, um I hope I hope you're also um enjoying I hope you're you're, you're you're with us as well so Father God in the name of Jesus I come to you Lord to give you all the glory the thanks and the honor Lord thank you Lord for allowing us to be here for this podcast for this episode to speak about your word and to give thanks to you God Almighty because you have done nothing but but give us everything and much more than what we deserve, Lord. Lord Almighty, I thank you and I praise you. And I, I appreciate, we, we appreciate you. And I hope that you guide this podcast and guide and, and let it be guided by your spirit. And take control, take charge, Lord, take charge. I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Now. It, yeah, it's recording on the, on the computer now. Sorry, guys. I I I'm starting late a little bit with the recording on the computer, but it's all right. Whoever just listen to it, that's that's what matters. For sure, for sure. Go ahead. Well, now that we got that cleared out of the way, um, yeah, I just I actually have a story I'd like to share on my walk home today. Um, before we jump into this, so. I was actually walking home and I was going into the gas station and a homeless man stopped me. You know, I have a good relationship with the homeless community out here. I give them money whenever I can. And, you know, beginning of the year, a little down and out. So I told him, you know, I'll I'll get you next time we come around. And as I went into the store, I got my items. I went up to the register. I put my stuff down and I just started contemplating, you know, it's going to, it's going to snow tonight. It's going to be five inches of snow, quote unquote, Tennessee. Um, but it's definitely going to be below freezing. It's going to, you know, drop into the 20s. And I was thinking like, you know, is he going to go buy drugs or is he, you know, going to try to get shelter? And what do you know? I get a sign from God. My total ended up being 777. And in that moment, I just knew, like, okay, God's with me right now. And he just put his hand on my shoulder and let me know, like, hey, you know, do a good deed today. And I did. And I feel amazing for it, you know? And these are guys that I help out all the time, you know? But when you're also, you know, not in the best position and you have somebody ask you for money, it could be, a, you know, it could be a little hard for you to to want to musker up that cash. But sometimes... You get a good feeling in your stomach that you know what you could do something good today. Amen. 
I like Amen, that. Brother. I like that. I like that because and what I was uh telling Josh earlier was that the thing about like giving is that the Bible says that if you want it to give, give sincerely, give with a good heart, because what's the point of giving if you're just doing it for a motive to get money, to get something in return, you know, don't if you if giving is gonna cause you to want something back, or if giving is gonna cause is gonna cause you not to only want something back, but to also um 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 I guess be angry or be in a bad situation, then me as a person, I and this is me the way I've been moved by the Holy Spirit was I don't it's per is Better not to give if that's what your reaction going to be when it comes to giving. And yes, the Bible does speak about trusting in God and 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 letting him because God is your provider. But at the same time, you could you should trust in Him. But if giving is going to cause you to have resentment, then it's save 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 it so you don't have any type of hatred or or pain or hurt in your heart because. What's what matters more is 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 your soul. If 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 that's gonna cause you to have an anger or hurt or pain in your soul, then don't do it. You know, oh. right? And the the kind of energy that was flowing through my body earlier, and I had to, you know, sit down in a moment, relax. You know, we have a great relationship with God. I don't necessarily have to pray. It's just. You know, I, I get that it's more natural, you know, the 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 communication between the two. So um, yeah, you 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 mean you mean like praying like because because the way the, like like praying like because you like unintentionally prayed when you was kind of thinking about it because there's different types of prayer guys. I want you I want to inform you guys like there's definitely different types of prayer. This prayer is like you can go on your knees and pray to the Lord and 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 that's uh that's a prayer of reverence. But then there's prayers where you're just like talking to God like un unconscious not even not unconscious but you're talking to the Lord and the Lord is listening to you you know and and you know when God is listening when you like you said your response you got a response back because it was the three sevens you know and that right. was your, your confirmation so your ears are wide open so unintentionally you was praying to God but it's like it's like you pray to you pray to God and you got a response back but your ears were open to hear that, you know what I'm saying? Because you expected a response back. So I Right. I, and actually, um, I spent a lot of time, you know, just in scriptures today. While I was at work, it was a little slow. You know, I had probably five or six tables. Um, so in between, I was reading the scripture over and over. I actually had it written down inside a, a notepad and I just kept going over it and over it and over it. So God was definitely with me today because of me being deep into scripture. Um, so he was definitely on my shoulder in that gas station. And it felt, it felt good to be reaffirmed by the, the price dropping. I mean, going to seven, seven, seven. Amen. You did a good deed. That's that's, and you did it with a good heart. That's really what's important. Doing it Always with a good heart and trusting that God is going to take care of it. You know, no good deed will get you into heaven, but, it shall bring you joy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shall bring you joy. <laughs> all right, let's jump into it, Migs. Um, all right, everybody. Today we have Psalm twenty-three. You could see it on your screen, and you were probably reading it this whole time. 
unless you are just a podcast listener, then you don't know what I'm talking about. You don't know what's going on. Hey, guys, it'll be up on YouTube. So um, you you can watch it on YouTube as well. Uh, You're probably going to miss the intro because of me. I'm an idiot and I kind of started a little bit late, but it's all right. (laughs) We live in Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do it it next week. (laughs) New Year jitters, New Year jitters. But, all right. Psalm 23. We're going to break this down into one and two. I'm going to collect together because they're smaller parts. But then the other four verses, we are going to do them individually. Psalm 23, one. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leaves me bedside. I'm, my reading is terrible right now. (laughs) I'm going to read the two over again. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leaves me beside the still waters. So, with these two right here, I just love this opening line, the Lord is my shepherd, you know. They're just letting us know right off the start that this is going to be a teaching moment. This is going to be a moment where you just put your head down and you just follow and not blind obedience, but just an understanding that your shepherd is here. I don't I don't know how much you know about flocks of sheep, um, but... The shepherd is is simply there to guide them everywhere they go, guide them to water, guide them to food, guide them away from danger. Um, And the second line, I shall not want. When your shepherd is is guiding the way, you don't have to think. You know, more or less, everything is, is natural because you're being guided. The path is being led for you. You don't have to worry about the dangers in the world because you're being protected. Amen. You know what, what I like about that, where it's the the context. Uh, yes, just Psalms twenty three is that David was a shepherd, so he's given this point of view from his point of view when he was a shepherd. You know, as a kid, you know, he said, "The Lord is my shepherd." So he's like, "I, I remember when I was a shepherd," and what and 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 when he in verse two he says, uh, "He makes me." to lie down in green pastures so what did uh sheeps do you know they they lie down in green pastures and that's a way of trusting the animal that's not going to trust you is not going to lie down but uh, but sheeps trust their shepherds you know so it's 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 david speaking about trusting in the lord right no 100 percent. i mean uh the line too it's beautiful. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. Yeah, like you said, the, the reference to sheep lying down in the grass. But mm-hmm. have you ever gone outside, Migs, and just laid down in the grass? Do you know how much at peace you have to be in that moment for you to just let go and just not worry about looking crazy, laying out in the middle of the field? And just the peace, it almost feels like you're floating in that moment. And he he doubles down with the, he leaves me beside the still waters. When you walk up to a lake and you see not a ripple in the water, it's just flat glass, you know, five, six o'clock in the morning, you see in the lake, 
that is like the most natural, like our, our body is just like and resonate with that so well. And you know, that, there's, mm-hmm. and, then, and he says still water. So what did Jesus, when Jesus was on the, now let's, let's, let's think about this. So when Jesus was on the boat and, and his disciples were, were, were worried because, uh, because they, it was, it was stormy. It was, it was a storm. And they were on the water, and Jesus was asleep. What did he tell the waters? To be still. So, so he said, when he leaves me besides the still water. So what does Jesus do? What does God do? He makes the waters still. He makes your, your environment still. Peace. Right, the reference to the to the chaos, taking it all away and just bringing us to the inner peace. Like exactly. It's a beautiful and that's honestly perfect transition into verse three. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. He restores my soul. So when you jump into this beautiful wild world of just faith and you know living righteous and trying to do the right thing and trying to be like Jesus and walk in his livelihood it's I don't know yeah he restores my soul it is an inner cleanse that you can't necessarily describe to people until they taste it for themselves you know and it's a beautiful thing because you used to always talk to me about God, and I've always had a relationship with God, but not to the depth that you've had it. So when I finally obtained it, I completely understand that inner peace that is given. It's almost as if God made the water in me still. Exactly, because that's that's what he he is living water. He is fresh water. You know, those who come to him don't thirst anymore. You know, that's that's the thing. God, God is not a a God of of destruction. He's a God of peace. He's a God. Uh, he 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 gives to those who thirst. Right. He's, and and I like that you you read verse three because it said He restores my soul. You know, that's what trusting in God does. You're trusting in God require. You know, you He restores your soul. He gives that your 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 soul peace, but what comes first is trust, you know, which is why uh, David said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He's my a shepherd, like a shepherd, you know, the Lord is my shepherd, I trust my shepherd, I trust my leader, I trust who this person, I trust God, you know? So, right. trusting, I mean, go ahead, go ahead. No, what's beautiful is that he trusts us, because that, that, the line right after, he leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. A man's name is their everything. Their word of mouth is everything. You know, the way it's your reputation. It's the way you carry yourself. And he's allowing us to represent him. Mm-hmm. He has trust and faith in us to carry his namesake. Amen. And I feel like that's just an honor in, in, in this, you know, in this world. The world that was created for all beautiful things to just live in harmony and I guess God bringing that control in there. And it's, I don't know. It's. Amen. Amen. I just yeah. got, I got warm just like thinking about it in my words, didn't want to come out. So I didn't want to babble and go too far off, but like, whew, 
that's the love of God. God God allows you to, you know, sometimes you just become so cheesy. And I know many of us, and I hope listeners that are listening experience this, you know, that you, when God brings excitement and happiness into your life, like there's no words to describe how happy you're feeling, you know, like what peace you're feeling. It's just the reality of it. It's that's right. 100% truth. And I, and I understand why people... Um, speaking tongues now because like it's just gotta happen eventually like you're just sitting here and like you're trying to get the words out and they don't want to come and then you're just like you know like burst out and with you know just trying to get the spirit and the energy out of you that's it's beautiful with the spirit yes yes and it's filled with the spirit in total all right let's jump over to verse four you know, whenever I see this Y-E-A, I don't know if it's saying yeah or I don't know if that's just like my my brain saying that. So I'm going to go with yeah. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Whew. Wow. You know, I've heard this. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death and rap songs and, you know, just poetry and all over the place. I had no clue that this was a biblical verse. <laughs> and it just shows that the influence that, you know, is just in our culture and you wouldn't even understand it. Now, granted, some people use it for the wrong terminologies, but when when I see this, like, yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. The world in itself, as beautiful as it may be, is also full of contempt and problems and, you know, dangers and people, you know, with bad intentions. You know, people that haven't, haven't really found faith or their, their necessity to do good, to be good. Um, so walking through this world and having no fear, I will fear no evil because God's presence is with you. And if you have God poking you, it's almost as if you're invisible, but glowing at the same exact time. It's like having a force field around you. Like when I walk around in public, I'm always glowing. And I always thought that was just my personality. And it's no, it's because like I'm walking around with my best friend with me at all times. So, of course, we're having a good time. You know, we're enjoying ourselves and just. You you, you, you know what? Um, so the wages of sin is what? Death. So the wages of sin is death. So now if we read that, right? Yeah, no, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. So, it's, so if you read it with that context, it's basically saying, although I walk through the valley of the shadow of death or in other words even though i walk in 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 my sin even though i walk um the shadow of sin because what the way just sin is death it's just it's biblical he said i will fear fear no evil because the reality is that us as human beings we sin every single day but when right. you understand and trust in god and you say when well, even though i'm walking and and I and this is the reality of being a human that I live in sin. I'm I'm in the shadow of sin. I will fear no evil because it says, For you are with me, for you, Lord, are with me, your rod 
and your staff, they comfort me. You know, they God, you comfort me. Although I may be the one thing about the rod and the staff, that's what the shepherds use to guide the, the sheep yes. on which way to go. You know, it's how it's how he guides them through it. And I mean, guides you through the valley. And the way, another way I interpret this, um, walk through the valley of the shadow of death is just like death is an everlasting, like it's mm-hmm. always around them. Mm-hmm. The thought of it, like if you let it consume your life, you could really Go and say, go down a deep dark hole, you know. So, even though the constant reminder that death is around can, you know, draw us down. Like if you if you don't allow that to have power over you, if you allow yourself to live versus living for dying, you know, you and genuinely get to you get an inner peace that's like inexplainable. And and he's still saying this verse or this this verse in as the Lord being his shepherd because like you said, your rod right. and your staff. So he's still saying, God, you're still my shepherd. So even mm-hmm. though I'm living in this in this world, and I would not fear any evil because I trust in my shepherd. Right, right. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. When I saw that your rod and your staff, they come from me. I was like, pause. <laughs> I had to I had to Google that real quick because I I really was not getting the reference of where I was coming from, and then I saw them like, oh, you're dumb. Like <laughs> he's literally talking about shepherd in this whole entire chapter right here. Mm-hmm. You want to jump over to five? You got any more points for four? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would jump over to five then. All right, um, let's jump over to five. It says you. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cups runs over. Amen. Mm. Um, so it says you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. So it's like God is saying, like, I'm preparing a table and exalting you. Is 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 a term of exaltment. Like yeah, look, because you trust me, I'm preparing a table for you in the presence of your enemy. So your enemy's gonna see you sitting at the table, you know, and then you anoint my head with oil. I remember reading about sheeps. Uh, I think it was newborn sheeps, or it was a while ago. But um, back then they would anoint. Uh, they would they would pour oil on the sheep's head. Hmm. I need to look at it again, but a hundred percent, a thousand percent, that's what they used to do. They would put oil on the sheep's head. So he said, you anoint my head with oil. So now when we read this, it says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. So it, he's basically saying, you're putting me in okay. front of my enemies and, and you're exalting me and you're anointing me with oil that my cup that my cup runs over. So it's like an overwhelmingness of anointment from the Lord. David is then David is saying this, an overwhelming anointed of the Lord and exaltment from the Lord uh, in front of the enemies. And of course, what's the reality is that the enemies are not going to like this. Right or wrong, they're yeah. not going to, if they see you up, I mean, this they, they speak about this 100% in raps and 
music and in in music and a whole bunch of things that the enemies doesn't like when you succeed. But when David was succeeding, he said, "You," he, he said, "God, this is all because of you. You put me in the presence of uh, you. Put me in this table. You put me where I needed to be. You anointed my head with oil. You anointed me." And allowed it, allowed to, and you allowed it to overflow, and and that's, it's a, it's an amazing way to read this scripture is to understand how, how David make the references and like I said before, sheep used to would be anointed with oil. Um, yeah, go ahead. If, uh, I mean, it's definitely it's definitely a flex. I would say, like one thing about. The Old Testament <laughs> is that pettiness was allowed. Like they, like to me, when I read this, I'm seeing you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. So you're allowing me to be front and center, which gluttony is not something that, you know, we're very big on in, you know, in spirituality. You don't want to be somebody that's very boastful. But God is showering him, putting a cloak over him to say, look at him. Exactly. Look at what he's done. Yes. Look at what look at what is capable in the love that I have to give to my people. And doing it in front of your enemies, I feel like is symbolic for the the, the parts of you that you have to let go to become the new version of, mm-hmm. you know, you should be reborn again. To be able to walk around with so much enlightenment that it's literally glowing and pouring out of your skin. It's a, yeah, I'm just beautiful, beautiful. And I mean, like, so much so that his cup is spilling over. Like, you know like what's I, that? <laughs> I no longer can withstand the amount of love you're giving to me. It's like a, a mother seeing her child after a year long and, you know, away in the military or something like that amount of like just showering and just like endorsement. Like, yes, this, this is my child. I feel like this whole Psalm 23 scripture is just like, David is having a moment. I feel like he's having a conversation. Like, I don't know what they did back in the day, but like, you know, modern day and age would probably be like a poker table or like, you know, you're just, sitting with your friends, reminiscing, drinking wine or whatever. And everybody's, he's, he's speaking from his heart. Like the Lord is my shepherd. Like this whole thing right here, just seems to me like a conversation that he's, this is a one-sided conversation where he's talking to his friends about how blessed he feels, how loved, how much that God's presence is doing for him in this moment, you know? how much he's being showered and, and, and evolved more or less. I think it's, it's time to wrap it up with the, the final verse. Migs, do you want to read it? Um, yeah. Okay. I'll finish uh, with this final verse. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Goodness, and and that's something that I want people to practice, or I want you guys to understand, and just 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 make it a a prayer where you allow yourself to understand that goodness and mercy and mercy shall follow you for the rest of the days of your life. Because some because the reality we don't deserve goodness or mercy, but when we 
acknowledge God and for all he's done and tell and tell the Lord thank you and and thank you for your goodness and mercy and for allowing it to follow me for the for all the days of my life. Of course no one doesn't know when they when they when their time comes, but it, when you're saying to the Lord that it, regardless whether it's tomorrow whether it's 50 60 years from now you are allowing me to your mercy and your goodness is following me regardless and the bad times and the good times your goodness and mercy is following me for all of my life and i will mm-hmm. dwell in the house of the lord forever and that that right there dwell in the house of the lord forever is talking more of a in the heavenly sense because forever is is like you know you pass away at some point but eternal right. life dwelling in the house of the lord dwelling with the lord dwelling with god forever you know in his presence right so, and when i think i think about dwelling i'm thinking about laying out on the couch feet kicked up like you're comfortable you know like you're in your home you're in your place you know the place that you're dwelling like I feel mm-hmm. the surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. All the days of my life. Every As you walk through this. I know people are, are are focused on getting into heaven, but like also at the same time, you need to stop and understand that you have a purpose on this world too. You know, you were called and you were you were brought here to to bring light or to bring positivity to somebody, or you have a mission in this world that God still has set out there for you. So all the days of my life, living and unliving, you gotta you gotta be honestly get excited, y'all. Get excited. Cause like that is the most beautiful gift you can get from somebody. It's just joy and eternal peace. Amen. Amen. I, I and and even you know I appreciate you for even bringing this Bible verse up because a lot of the times many people feel down. But I hope this. I really hope this uh, Bible verse brings some positivity and enjoyment and and just some 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 grace into somebody's life. You know. So Josh, you did a a, a tremendous job with this. You did. Oh, I, I love this. this. This is a beautiful chapter right here. Um, I literally spent, I don't know, probably three hours, four hours at work just reading this on repeat out loud. Nobody was around me, of course, because that'd be weird. And I'd be sort of like, what are you doing? You know, um, but I, I want to learn this chapter specifically, word for word. I feel like this would be a beautiful message to be able to, you know, back to the homeless people that I'm friends with down the street, you know, these people need the word and I am not 100% with my scripture. I do read my scripture as much as I can. I'm not going to say a daily basis because that will be a lot. Um, but I do, you know, five, six days a week, I'm in my book and I'm trying to get pieces to help me feel better about where I'm at in life. And if I'm able to start using this as a tool and an asset and have it be second nature and come out to people. Hey, let me pray with you. Because right here, to me, personally, this feels like a prayer. It's a it's a one-sided conversation. It's 
it's a prayer because it's an understanding. You could tell that David has an understanding here that's so deep that honestly, if you share the same love for God and the Holy Trinity, you know that. I don't know. You could feel it. You could yes. sense it. You yeah. know where his heart was at. You you understand him, his his soul, his I don't know. When I read the books of the Bible, I feel so connected to the people and their stories. Now, don't get me wrong, Leviticus and Numbers and like those are the books, some of the books of Moses can be a little hard to read. But even, you know, they have moments where they shine, where you're just like reading like, ah, uh, we're building another tabernacle and then this is out of nowhere. It's just like, um, let's go to numbers. Let's get an example of the wildness that comes along with it. Um, this actually kind of connects to what we're talking about, but I'm just going to read a quick verse before we sign off, guys. Or, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just a quick verse. We are in numbers. What chapter is this? 1418, the Lord is long-suffering and abundant in mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgressions, but he by no means clears the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation. Pardon the iniquity of this people, I pray according to the greatness of your mercy. Yeah. Just as you know, just as you have forgiven this people from Egypt even until now. And it's, yeah, what we were talking about earlier, a merciful God, somebody that's willing to guide you on your way through life. You know, if you want to avoid the dangers, if you want to keep yourself unscathed from the problems that come with living, or if you just want a friend, God is here, you know? You just need somebody to talk to at nighttime. He's always around. You got you go to Christ, you know. Um, right. He's always there for us. No, it's, it's it's true. It's a hundred percent true. You know, we have to learn how to to dwell on on the Lord. Learn how to dwell with God. You know, and understand who He really is. And you know, coming to God, you come to Him sincerely. Come to Him with a with a true heart. You know, of course, there's you will have battles, but when you at the end of the day, understand and come to God and you're willing to want to change your life for him because God comes first and anything. I'm sorry to break the news for a lot of you guys, but God is going to come first in your relationship, your kids, yourself, you know. But when you come to Christ and you understand that, you're willing to live and, and, and die for Christ, you know, it, it, it's understanding that like, like he offers me more than what anything that I could imagine. So why not? You know, like, like, right. I mean, not, 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 go ahead, go ahead, my bad. No, I was just saying, so living for him, just like, right, right. And right. I mean, I don't know about you, but God has never taken anything away from me that was good. The things that he's, ever jumped into my head and contemplating like oh should i do this and i know that i'm doing something bad that's when he pops in like hey what are you doing exactly you no know, <laughs> you know you're not supposed to be doing this why are you doing this you're gonna do it anyway cool 
you know? But those are the moments. Those are the split decisions where you have to decide, you know, am I going to do the right thing or am I going to do it wrong? He, he's not jumping in and, you know, shunning us or punishing us. Uh, majorly it's not like the old testament where if you worked on sunday you're gonna be killed you know it's this is this is the new testament new world order and jesus performed miracles on the sabbath and they ain't like that but well you know that's that that was that was that that was a that was like a a a slap in the face to the pharisees and and sadducees for them to understand like yo like i am the law like it doesn't right. like what I say. Once I came in and I took over, this is what mattered. Like, I fulfilled this. I fulfilled the law and I fulfilled any prophecy. So no need to worry about any law that was in the in 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 the Old Testament. I'm okay, the chorus follow your Ten Commandments, but it said, but God's saying like my grace is sufficient. You know, right? No, hundred percent. I I remember. Um, I don't know where I read it at and where I'm at in the Bible because I'd be jumping around sometimes. Um, but I am reading it from the beginning to it, probably in one of the books of Moses. Uh, no, it's not. I'm lying. This is definitely New Testament because Jesus is there. Um, but when the people asked, why are the disciples not fasting with them? You know, why are the disciples getting to eat and they're, they're still like replenishing in our health through food when everybody else is fasting. But the people didn't understand that why would they need to fast if they are in the presence of God? They're with him. Mm-hmm. You fast so you can get closer to him so you can feel more in touch with him. Mm-hmm. But he was with them. I thought that was hilarious. He said, I'm here. Right. I'm here. Like, yeah, like, you, you were fasting for my for my coming. So, so, it, but which is it's crazy because way fasting is now and fasting is back then. People used to fast back then for the coming of Jesus. Then when the disciples asked, like, "Yo, why?" Like, like about fasting, Jesus said, "I'm here." Like, that's like why you don't need to fast because I'm here. But then once he left and he said, "I'm gonna return," what did that reintroduce? fasting again yes you know what i'm saying so um, it's been a he's got a sense of humor which i appreciate (laughs) yo i'm just biblical man biblical right (laughs) i i i appreciate i appreciate it um i'm doing a a good podcast this is a good podcast i love psalm 23 if you guys have time tonight pull out your bible read psalm 23 it's only six verses guys only six verses yeah, and if you guys have any questions, email or send uh, send any email to either me or Josh, and um, first go to Josh. <laughs> but if, if then it, Josh will relay the message to me if anything. But I that's the way of order. Of course, we have to have some order here. But I thank you guys for tuning in because I appreciate that that God got me. You know, God nah, got me. me. I need to get that sweater. <laughs> Oh, um, <laughs> Timu, bro. My mom bought it on Timu. Shout out to Timu. I'm going to got going, got me for me. But, to buy a sweater. Right. So, you ready to sign out? You got anything else for the people? Uh, let's end. Let's end in a prayer. I guess that's the. No, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna close it out in a prayer. Yeah, yeah. And go ahead. I'm actually gonna switch it up. Yeah. Gonna switch it up. Go ahead. Let I'm free. 
Tom 23, the whole thing, all yeah. at once. Just to show you guys how short it is when you just read it through. Yeah. So this is going to be our prayer. Everybody bow their heads. I can't bow my heads because I don't know this by heart yet. So I'm just going to have like one eye slightly open. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me to, he, he leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yeah, though I walk through the shadow of the valley. Oh, yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. 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 I will learn Psalm 23. It shall happen, ladies and gentlemen. If I can learn this, we're going to switch the serenity prayer to this because it's beautiful. And That's dope. That's dope. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, today is the 14th, it's a Sunday. My son is in the background. He's probably going to start yelling. Um, but, uh, thank you guys. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. And I really hope you got, like, if you guys have questions, just like, feel free to reach us and, and email us and send us a message. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I appreciate you. Uh, do you have anything to say, bro? Peace and love, baby. One love. I appreciate you guys. I hope that you guys are ready for more podcasts because I am going to get back into it. We are out of COVID. Um, I do sometimes work morning, which is kind of like throws me off a bit. But tomorrow morning, I will try to shoot a mini series. We're working. We're going to fix the mini series. I had one of my friends tell me, you got to figure out a way to separate these. And that's something I've been dealing with for the past couple of weeks trying to figure out how to get it done um so stay tuned thank we you. shall get it fixed we shall get it fixed thank you guys um god bless enjoy your evening enjoy your football and uh yeah peace peace and love boy